The first movement of Wolfgang Mozart's Concert Tone, one of his uh, relatively early works, although he was still in his teens when he wrote it, but uh, after all, he'd have been composing for, what, another dozen years by then? So, he, you know, he was getting established. Uh, we heard in that recording Julia Fisher and uh, Gordon Nikolic on violins with the uh, Netherlands Chamber Orchestra, Yakov Kreitzberg, conducting you can hear it live in Orchestra Hall this Friday. You have two opportunities. You could hear it twice in less than 24 hours. It'll be on uh, Friday morning as uh, in the coffee concert and then uh, Friday night as well. And joining me now live here in the studio are the soloists uh, for this week's performance with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. And they are the esteemed associate Concertmaster and Assistant Concertmaster of the Orchestra, respectively, uh, Kim Kalyanides Kennedy and Hai Shin Wu. Welcome to the station. Hi. How are you? Hi, Chris. Thank it's, you for having us. Well, it's an honor to have you have you with us. And uh, Kim, I want to start with you because uh, last week in rehearsal, you had a, a most unusual stand partner. Who's? <laughs> oh, you're talking about Michael Cabrera. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, right? Uh, that would be, yeah, that would be a little out of the ordinary. That was very unusual for me. Yes. <laughs> and how did, how did, how was that? How did that work? It was a blast. He's a goofball. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was having a, he was having fun. Not that there are any goofballs in the orchestra. Not up front. Maybe in the back. Not, My husband's oh, is, one of is them. that right? All they put all the goofballs <laughs> in the back. <laughs> uh, you. Uh, What's what's remarkable about this Mozart Festival, aside from a lot of great music, is that uh, the the orchestra is taking an opportunity here to pull out front some of the outstanding musicians in the orchestra, and and it's a wonderful um, demonstration of the quality of this ensemble. I mean, both of you have served as concertmaster at various times. In, and uh, and soloists as well, but the this is a collection of musicians of a very very high caliber, and that's that's showing up in these concerts. Yeah, and uh, Chris, you know, I have been in Detroit for twenty years. You know, I always say the biggest inspiration for me day in day out is working with those musicians, and mm-hmm. uh, you know and. Normally, we play as an orchestra, so you know everybody is doing for the good of the whole. But you don't know those people are superstars on their own right. You know, mm-hmm. you put them out one by one. Everybody, you know, they are artists, not just good instrumentalists. They're artists in yeah. each one's own right, and it's just for me, it's fun to to play. You know, with Kim, it's great, but also see all my other colleagues, you know, playing and on the spotlight is great. What do you have to do different when you're changing roles from uh, a player in an ensemble to a, a soloist? The approach to the instrument, I find, does change because we're no longer trying to blend. 
And when you're trying to match and blend with everyone around you, you're going to play different contact points, different mindsets. And when you're up in front, you have to make sure that your voice is sustaining and heard throughout the piece. And and this is, uh, I excuse the pun, doubly interesting because you're not by yourself. You're <laughs> you're with a, a, another soloist, and and so do you. I mean, do you have a meeting to say, okay, let's do it this way, or do it? You, you do. Few, you're not yes. in your head. Yes. You know, we we have rehearsals by ourselves, and we go over the piece. But over the years, we and Kim actually joined orchestra almost at the same time, and uh, we actually were promoted to the second chain third year almost like one year apart. So, and the, over the years, we have sitting together for so long and chamber music, chamber music, and we actually played the Bach double mm-hmm. with DSO. So it's not like we are not strangers to each other. Right, of and course. So not. we know each other's. And a lot of things goes without even saying anything. Yeah. You know, we know I know her approach, and she knows my approach to instrument to music. So it's very easy to put those things together. Did you have a chance to pick the piece that you would solo in, or did somebody just say you're doing da 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 da? Well, it was a question. Would you like to do da 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 da? Okay. Well, there you are. That's that's a nice way <laughs> to do it, uh, and. The uh, the other uh, soloists, you know, I, I went through the program and over the course of the three weeks, I counted over a dozen individual musicians taking a solo turn at one time or another. And uh, I, I think that's tremendous. And we have more people actually can do that. We just don't have enough spots for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we can Mozart needed, Festival about six weeks and we can get to everybody. He needed to write more concertos. Although, <laughs> although Mozart is a pretty good composer for the, that sort of thing. He, he did write a lot of works uh, for various soloists out front. More yeah. so than, I don't know, you know, There's Beethoven. another five violin concertos. You can easily pick out another five violinists can play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's actually the Mozart violin concerto is one of the required audition repertoire. So everybody came into DSO, goes through that, have to play that violin what, concerto. What else do they require you to play when, when you audition? Well, this another, normally we play another big romantic concerto, like Sibelius, Brahms, mm. Tchaikovsky. Or sometimes we ask for a movement of Bach, solo violin, and then all the excerpts from the orchestra repertoire. Both first violin and second second violin excerpts, and if it's a title chair, the solos, the concertmaster solos usually. Wow. Well, there's a lot to, to being a violinist, <laughs> to say the least. But uh, I, I think I mentioned this on the year before, but I was I was able to attend the concert Saturday night, and to hear a great composer's work played by a great orchestra in a hall that is one of the greatest halls in the world is a stunning experience. It was it was such a, a wonderful concert, and on Friday's concerts. The rest of the program, the program begins with the overture to uh, La Clemenza de Tito, uh, followed by the concert tone with my guests. Mm-hmm. And then after intermission, the horn concerto number three with Joanna Yarbrough. And uh, Ralph Schiano comes on for the, the clarinet concerto. These are wonderful pieces. And I think it's, uh, as you said, uh, Heishen, that uh, there are many more 
soloist possibilities within the orchestra. But the idea that uh, this series will uh, uh, perform all four horn concertos by Mozart, by four different horn players from the orchestra, I think is uh, another pretty good testament mm. as to the quality of this, this group of musicians. Oh, we have a wonderful horn section. It's one of the best. Mm. Yeah, it, it is. You're having a good time. You, you mentioned, Kim, that there, there's a good feeling in the orchestra now. I just feel I'm so proud of our organization as a whole, as of the musicians on stage. I like high respect so much of what happens on stage. Well, the inspiration that happens from listening to the solos of other members of the orchestra. And then, mm. you know, even within the section, hearing the people behind me and and such life that they bring to their instruments. It's inspiring. That's that's very interesting. That as you're sitting there, the your your colleagues behind you are like giving you wind in your sails. Mm. That's uh that's fascinating. And I was also thinking about your experience last week listening as as an audience member and I have been the last couple of days especially thinking about our audience and what music and especially what Mozart naturally does and I find his music very uplifting for most of most part and I can imagine as an audience member coming in from day-to-day -day life and experiencing what you experienced last week there's nothing that can replace that oh you know just walking into that hall this cathedral of music uh, gives me goosebumps. And then you guys start playing, and then you're done tuning, and then you play other things, and it's, <laughs> it, you just, goosebumps with the it tuning. just gets, oh, I love the tuning. <laughs> and you do it twice, <laughs> and, and it's, oh, great. Here come, here come the strings part. Oh, <laughs> they sound great. Um, and Kim, you know, I found out something about you, and this is in your biographical material. Um, two dogs, a cat, hamsters, a fish and a bunny. That's oh, a couple of kids are in there too. That's <laughs> well, a, a busy household. That's, that's ten year old and a fourteen year old. We have two bunnies, one hamster, three fish, two dogs, and a cat. That's quite a menagerie. Yeah, it's called a farm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hi, uh, another part of, of what you do with the orchestra is uh, mentoring the, the civic ensembles. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing you on stage at one of the civic concerts with an incredible enthusiasm and pride for the the youngsters that you're you're mentoring. They're wonderful kids, aren't they? They're great. You know, I draw energy from them. You know, that's their reason for playing music is so pure. You know, they just play music because they love it, and it's for them. That's not a chore. It's not somebody told them to do. They spend the whole Saturday with us. And uh, when they play great music, you can see the love. You know, they see the energy there, and that I drew that kind of energy into my work. I drew their energy into my work. Yeah, it, it's a, it's almost a cliche, I guess, that that teachers learn from their students. Yes, definitely. So yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a testament to the uh, Detroit Symphony uh, Youth Orchestra that they'll be doing the Mozart Requiem to wrap up the festival. Mm -hmm on February 5th. So mark that on your calendar too. Um, my guests are Kim Kalyanides Kennedy, 
associate concertmaster of the Detroit Symphony Orchestra and Hai Shin Wu, assistant concertmaster of the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. Absolutely first-rate players, as you probably know. And if you don't, go to DSO.org, buy yourself some tickets, and come on down to hear uh, in Orchestra Hall just how good these musicians are. I want to thank you so much for coming by. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. And especially for your, your, your music and your art.